Hey, I'm Jeff. And I'm Jeremy. Hey, this is the Death Scography Podcast, episode 69. That's right. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that joke either. We're just, we're making it at the top of the show, and we're just going to move on. If yep. you haven't listened before, um, we are chronologically... Chronologically working our way through the Death Wish Inc. discography. In every episode, we have an in-depth conversation about a particular record. This week's episode, uh, we are covering the Martel... Jeez, Louise. Martyr... <laughs> Martyr... We, we skip a week, and I'm all of a sudden, I'm just... <clears throat> oh, yeah. Now you can't talk yeah. well. <laughs> just we're... this week is when it started. Yep, this, is the, this is it. Uh, we're covering the Martyr Immortal LP... By the Martyr band, Immortal, Martyr Immortal, by Martyr the band Immortal. Pulling yeah. Teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are. Yeah, we fucking are. Yeah. Uh, it's fitting that they're on episode sixty nine because it's like the joke is like pulling teeth. The nice joke, it's like pulling teeth. Nice. You know, all right. <laughs> um, before we get too far into it, just want to remind you guys we have a Patreon. Um, we are going to be putting up, uh, two episodes this week. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) listen, it's been a really rough couple weeks. Uh, we're going to have put up two episodes this week. We're recording one right after we record this. Hell yeah. Uh, what's this month's theme, Jeff? Records that, uh, we put on to chill out or take a nap to. That's right. It was, uh, submitted by a listener, uh, named Rich. Uh, and we, we jumped on it. My choice for the month, it's going to be tired of tomorrow by the band. Nothing. My choice is Metropolis part two scenes from a memory by dream theater. Yeah. That, uh, that's the one we're doing first. So, uh, yeah, five bucks a month and and last and last five bucks a month gets you access to every single Patreon episode we've ever recorded. These will be episodes 21 and 22. Yeah. Uh, so there's a whole bunch of content out there for you. Five bucks a month. Check it out. Anyways. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's get into it. Let's get into the actual record here. Um, Are we? Well, I mean, we're getting into where we're talking about the band and the record. Uh. We're moving on from the Patreon section. Now we're into the yeah. meat of the show. Uh, this record came out. Let's see, November 27th, 2007. We're back in 2007. We were in 2008 for a record or two. Now we're back in 2007. Um, This is the first time this band has worked with Death Wish, but it won't be the last. We will be covering them two more times, but let's see. They, I was, oh yeah, I was able to email, I was able to email the band and I ended up talking to their vote, to their guitarist, uh, Dominic, uh, who mm. also runs the record label A389. Oh, sick. I didn't know that. Yeah, he um, he he runs that label. He's also currently in Integrity. Crazy. He's that makes gu- sense. Yeah, yeah. If you think about it, <laughs> it makes a lot of sense. Um, but yeah, he's currently in Integrity, runs A389. They actually just came back from the dead, essentially. They like are an active label again. They weren't for a, a while. But um, yeah, so Dominic was super nice, gave me a bunch of information, and I asked, you know, how the band formed. He said sometime in 2005 when the bands Slumlords and the Spark were active Baltimore bands, both Mike, and he's talking about uh, Mike, let me get his last name, Mike Riley, who is the vocalist 
He said, both Mike and I wanted to team up and start a band that was integrity meets Left for Dead. Nice. Makes a lot of sense. Um, he said, when we started, we were both, we were all hungry dudes, sometimes playing two to three shows a night. A night, Jeff. Crazy. Insane. And eventually, uh, after we toured heavy for the first half of the band, life began to get in the way and studio albums became the focus until we ended with our last album, Funerary. So yeah, they started in 2005. Uh, they, first, they released their first demo also that year. Um, their first LP came out in 2006 called Vicious Skin. And that that was on Dom's A389 Records, which I don't know if you guys have ever heard of them. You should have. Uh, we've talked about them in the past. They released um, that Integrity record uh, that we covered as well. Um, but they've also released Full of Hell, Ringworm, Die Young, Gehenna, Zabalba, Nothing, Weekend Nachos, like tons of great bands. Um, but then they signed with Deathwish at this point, uh, with their first release being the Witches Sabbath One. It's a seven inch that was released on that limited series that that Deathwish is doing. You remember we, mm-hmm. we talked about that a little bit, where mm-hmm. it's like they 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 did that Cold World seven inch. Right. Very limited, like usually given away for free sort of thing. Right. Um, super exclusive. Super, super exclusive. Um, so they released that in like mid 2007. And then they also released. Uh, the Oh, sorry. They also released a live set from Sound and Fury to uh, 2K7 through Death Wish, which Death Wish also had a little live separate numbering system called DW Live. And that was their third release. But that Witches uh, Sabbath series, they released six volumes of that, actually. Damn. Uh, and number five also came out through Death Wish. But we're not going to be really talking about those releases because, again, that's on the DW Limited. And it's mostly just demos or weirdly, really weird exclusive stuff that we it's not in the main feed. Um, but then they released their second LP, which is the one we're talking about, uh, Martyr Immortal. That came out in late 2007. CD came out on Death Wish. The vinyl came out on A389. Um, and then the next time we'll talk about this band is they did a split with the band Irons. Uh, and Irons, I'm pretty sure, has a has Jacob Bannon in it. Interesting. And maybe, if I'm not talking out of my ass, I think it's got Dwid from Integrity as well. Oh, cool. Yeah, so we'll be talking about the, that split uh, in the future. Uh, that also came out in, uh, that came out in 2008. Then they released their third LP called Paranoid Delusions Paradise Illusion, also on Death Wish 2009. And that was their last, rele- last release with Death Wish. The band was super prolific. They released a number of splits with bands like Bystorm, Frightener, Shin to Shin, and then a band called The Mighty Sphincter. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Uh, nice. Nice. Hey. hey nice. Uh, and then, they, like, he's, like Dom said, they released their last record, Funerary, in 2011 uh, on Firestarter Records, which I had to look them up. Wasn't sure who that were, it was. They did, it's like a smaller Baltimore label. They did stuff for like Ruiner and the Ergs. I'm weird. not exactly sure. Yeah, it's a really weird choice. Uh, I, I might, you know, ask Dom like wh- <laughs> why, like he didn't just release it on A389 or I don't know. It's a very uh, interesting thing. Um, when I was looking up this band, uh, and you t- if you type in Pulling Teeth and Martyr Immortal, uh, a lot of the uh, Hate Five Six video from their 10-year anniversary reunion set for this record from This Is Hardcore 2017 comes up. Did you watch that at all? No, I haven't seen it. It's pretty crazy. Um, the I'm cr- sure. Yeah, it, um, the band had been broken up for probably like five or six years at that point. 
because they broke up after they released their last record. And uh, this was just like the 10 year anniversary set for this record that we're talking about now. And it was just they played the whole record and the crowd is is wild. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like I remember when that show when they when that got announced, it was like a pretty big deal because it was like this band just kind of went out while they were still like at the top of their game, essentially mm-hmm. like yeah, they broke up and then this is a 10 year anniversary. It's like, that's not that long. You know what I mean? Like they did a totally. lot in a pretty short amount of time. And like, and I don't know, just did, did a bunch. Um, Dom said after they broke up, uh, Chris and myself went on to form this band called hate waves. Um, who released a couple seven inches. And then after pulling teeth, uh, myself and Alex went on to play in integrity and Chris formed a band called state drugs. So that's all bands that you can look up now that members have been into. They played their last show in 2012. And Dom said, we did everything we wanted to do as a band, but by that time, uh, life just was pulling us in different directions. Tired and true story of a band just fucking tours like crazy. And then goes, you know what? Maybe, (laughs) There's other seems, things happening here. Seems really close to home. Yeah, exactly. Um, I did ask why they ended up signing with Deathwish when, you know, Dom has his own label and A389 is very successful in its own its own right. And he said that we wanted to get on a bigger label that could support us touring more. We learned a lot from that experience. Um, and I, I, that's all he really said about it. I take that as a positive thing because they ended up staying on them for a while. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So... Uh, and then the last thing I wanted to say that Dom said, he said, some of my favorite pulling teeth shows happened from this era of the band as it was a time we all lived and breathed it. Notably Sound and Fury, when we met, when we were met with a bevy of Halloween costumes and Bibles being thrown around. Weird. <laughs> and we covered Iron Maiden, Number of the Beast that time, too. Um, I also remember writing some of the songs in uh, Aaron Melnick who's from integrity's basement when we were playing shows for vicious skin, which is the um, first, first LP. Yep. He said, we used to play Cleveland a lot and loved uh, now that's class and playing with inmates of two bands. He said, the, those are versions of the songs on the split seven inch with frightener that he plays on with us, which is pretty cool. It was a fun band to be in. We were there because we all wanted to be there and we did what we did because we loved doing it. So uh, sick. It's sick. And, and, and also Dom just was once again, he just said, uh, how appreciative he was that people still cared about the band and, and were reaching out. You know, we hear that a lot listeners. I don't know if you guys, if we've really talked about that, like a lot of times when we reach out, um, sometimes a band hasn't really been talked about in a number of years. I feel like they get caught off guard. Exactly. Yeah. I, I think with, um, you can hear it a lot in that interview we did with, uh, Elijah from killing the dream. He was just like, I'm just excited anyone's talking about us after right. all this time totally but like we we do we do get that a lot i mean you know a lot of these bands this is older stuff you know 2007's quite a number of years ago they haven't been a band for almost a decade now you know what i mean so mm-hmm. um but yeah dom we care that's why we're doing this podcast and lots of people care uh because when i put out the word that we were covering or yeah covering this this record got a lot of like holy shit love that album uh, a lot mm. of a lot of goat emojis, you know, calling them the greatest of all time. So yeah, yeah, uh, which yeah. Is- I, yeah. I had to mute. Uh, I had to mute Deskography's Instagram. <laughs> 
because I was trying to do some work shit on my phone and motherfuckers wouldn't stop sending us goddamn goat pictures. Yeah. <laughs> uh, about, about fucking <laughs> pulling teeth being the greatest band of all time. And I was like, ah, I get it. I get it. Fuck off. I, all right. I know we asked, but like... I'm in Alabama and I need to know where the next turn is. Stop. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I mean, anyways. All right. So now what we're trying get... to say is thank you guys so much for participating <laughs> and writing in and being, you know, interactive with us thank you so much it's yeah, thank so you. nice it's so nice nice Fuck. <laughs> i didn't even mean to do that um yeah. jeff have you listened to pulling teeth before mm-hmm. oh boy have i <laughs> sorry you caught me mid kool-aid mcguire yeah well, i saw you going up to drink and i was like now's yeah. the perfect time to ask yeah <clears throat> yeah i uh i had heard this band before on like playlists, uh, like or like Spotify radios, uh, normally linked with like if I'm listening to Integrity or Ringworm, uh, yeah. pulling teeth comes up. <laughs> uh, they're just kind of in there. I I want to say, um, but I've never gone through like record by record or anything. Like I just heard songs from the, like songs would play, and I'd be like, oh, that's cool, that's that band pulling teeth. But I never looked into them at all. For for me, I want to say. Our friend Cameron Donnelly introduced them to me. Um, Probably. I think he was a big fan and we were touring and he was like, yo, check out this band Pulling Teeth. And um, it was definitely probably either as they were breaking up or or right before. It wasn't it wasn't at this time. It wasn't in 2007. Um, but something about them, something about their aesthetic always appealed to me, mm-hmm. like their artwork and their logos. And it's, it's very grimy and gross and very. Uh, slayery slayery yeah and uh i always really liked that and then i also knew about their association i knew that dom was in integrity at later point and so like it like they've always been around and so a couple years ago i actually picked up i listened to um this record for the first time uh and because i found it on vinyl and i was just like it was one of those like i was like i've heard this band a bunch i really like this artwork fuck it i'm just gonna buy this record and see what's up and i loved it um not to get too far ahead of myself, but uh, I haven't listened to the next LP we're going to cover, but I did. So I have listened to Vicious Skin and this record before. Uh, I do really like this band. And like I said, I've, I've watched that um, Hate Five Six live set for this uh, this record from a couple years ago, a bunch too. Um, it's just. Uh, it's a good it's a good record. I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah, you were it's, saying. Uh, it's like. I don't know, like, you know, a lot of a lot of metallic hardcore or crossover or ride the lightning core, you know, that people say like it's it's like, you know, it's this thrash metal influenced hardcore. But like this is that but way different. Yes. Like like this is that. But like I think it's the dude. I think Human Furnace was talking about how they were just trying to play like the best of their versions of Slayer, like the best they could. You know, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and this like this feels like. Whereas a lot of those bands come from like the Metallica Megadeth camp of thrash crossover, mm-hmm. like this band is definitely like Slayer and for me a little Anthrax, like that camp of thrash hardcore crossover. Yeah, it's um, it's for sure. It's like, yeah, it's like not that I think they were trying to be Slayer or Anthrax, because obviously they were kind of firmly in their own world, but it's like it's there. It's so there. That's well, it's like darker. It's dramatic. There are like, you know, like a lot of the the other bands that I'm talking about, like 
are are very like I don't know like trucker hatty. Does that make sense? <laughs> like I don't know. Like they're they're very like working man kind of okay. like of kind of like thrash metal hardcore. But this is like dark spikes on your arm. That type of thrash, yeah, for thrash sure. hardcore. Like it's the evil version of thrash. Yeah, hardcore. like like whereas they're like they're talking about like maybe political shit or like you know whatever. There's more of a theatric element to this. Like definitely, you can hear. I mean, on this record, like there are points where I'm like, that kind of feels like a movie, <laughs> uh, like a horror movie or something. Right. You know? Yeah, I mean. They do get a little political in a little, you know, like right. socially conscious lyric. Totally, but... ly- ly- lyrically, totally. But um, the feel of the music is uh, more that dark, you know. I mean, Slayer <laughs> got politically motivated as well sometimes. Yeah, yeah, uh, but I, I get what you're saying. It's it's definitely there's a atmosphere, right, uh, to this band that like say something like, I mean. Power Trip has an atmosphere, but it's a different kind of atmosphere. It's a very, right. yeah, like that's, that's more Metallica-ish mm-hmm. than this. Um, it, they're in the same ballpark, but it's, it's just different sides of the field, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, like I said, I really, I think I. That was a, that was a good sports reference. Thank you. <laughs> uh. I think I enjoyed this record more now with my after doing this podcast in the sense of like hearing we know we've listened to integrity we've listened like with a more with a more critical eye or ear uh and we listened to ringworm and so it's like now I can see where this band is pulling from more like where they and like where they fit right more than I used to be able to and so I think the album makes not that it didn't make sense before, but it makes more sense now, and it like it makes me understand it better. Uh, so yeah, I think like on I've, this list, on these listen through, I definitely think I liked it more than I used yeah, to. Yeah, I feel like it could have been like a, um, you know, if we didn't have that like groundwork or whatever from those other records, mm-hmm. those other bands, it could have been more like a rain delay. But like this record is just like play ball. <laughs> You're getting too inside baseball, Jeff. All right. We're <laughs> like, I mean, I feel like a lot of the other ones just like fall back and punt, but like this one, like they went for the touchdown. They did. They did go for the touchdown. They scored those points. <laughs> All right. I'm stopping you there. No, no more. <laughs> uh, actually, whatever hold on. you say, hold coach. On. Hold on. What was what's the baseball team in Baltimore? Is it the Orioles? Is that right? Yes. Yeah, yes. I don't know. I just couldn't remember that for a second. The Ravens are the hockey team? I don't know. Man, I think so. I always liked that they were called the Ravens, like Edgar Allan Poe, you know? That's why they what named themselves the, What about the Orioles? What about the Orioles? Oh, you just wanted to know what I their baseball just, team was called? I was just thinking about it. That's all, because you're talking about sports and baseball and... Hmm. Are the Ravens... No, the Ravens are football? Man, I really don't fucking understand. This is great podcast material. You did right. a great job. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Track one with Avarice. <laughs> <laughs> Guitar plugging in, always good, always fun. Feedbacky and the drums. Okay, this fucking drummer. I gotta say something about this guy. What's his name? Alex Henderson. Is insane. 
He's so quick. Pretty good. He's so fucking quick. And he's just like super quick fills and just fast and blast, you know, just just going, going, going. And it's just like fast and blast. He's fast and blast. I was going to say he's fasty and blasty, but that was a little much. <laughs> he's did. fast and blast. Um, and these drums just immediately start and they just fucking go and they really don't stop uh, <laughs> too much on this record. Um and there, there's a part in the song that has this really good two step, like this guitar chuggy two step. Um, it's just it, it, they're just heavy, fast, noisy, metallic hardcore, and I love it. I really love this song is a perfect example of everything that kind of happens. And then track two, which might be my favorite song on the record, is called "Dead Is Dead." Uh, it transitions into this, and it just this is when he actually does blast, just like so fucking quick. But this song also has like a punky feeling to it. It's not just crossover. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's uh, I like that. It like it 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 builds that bridge really well between the yes. the two styles. But also we got a lot of people uh, talk like sending the lyrics to this song or talking about the lyrics to this song in our Instagram stories. Mm. Uh, I remember seeing some of the stuff from Dead is Dead and uh, it, re- it seems to have resonated with a lot of people. Yeah, uh, I mean, lyrics all over this record. I mean, uh, just from that first from the first song, um, I really like the line. He says, uh, too much is never enough. We take more than we need. Mm. Uh, And I really like that. And then there's another line. Sound like the goddamn Lorax. (laughs) I mean, you're not wrong. I don't don't know why I always go to Eddie Murphy. I don't know. That's that's fine. Uh, In track five, there's there's a couple lines there. It's uh, too fat to fuck or too slim to fight. They've got a pill that can get you right. Uh, and then no price is too much, but it will never be enough. Um, yeah. I really, I mean, he's a got lot of, lot, a lot of symbolism, a lot of symbolism, a lot, a lot of, a lot of duality, the duality, duality. Um, I would say, so the third song clipped wings, it, it like slows down a little bit, just a little bit. It's more mid pace. It's still quick. Lots of riffage solos galore on this goddamn album. Yeah, man. Uh, and that, and that, yeah, just, and not like Slayer, super noisy, like chaos solos. These have a little bit more. I feel like there's definitely some of those on this record. I, I, but I'm just saying like almost, I don't, yeah. I mean, you are, you are right, but I feel like they make a little bit more sense than the Slayer (laughs) solos Mm. tend to make. Um, but I think it's just like the, the, the songs are so fast that Mm -hmm. it's almost like, it just it's just like you know what i mean like it's yeah i wonder what the i wonder if this is math that we could do uh i wonder if i wonder what the average time between solo on this record is <laughs> yeah it's got to be not a lot the record's only fucking 26 minutes long there's 12 songs there's at yeah. least 12 solos on this record at least right right uh and i and i actually really liked that because it's the first um first record in a while that we've listened to that's done that's done some solo work mm. um and it's 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 great i really liked it um i i uh in in track four stone throwers um there's a really great like pit call and he just he just yells out oh like, my god what are you so, so afraid good. of and it's just like goes into that fucking tom two-step thing so good yeah it's fucking awesome that's the thing about this band that i really like is like they 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 do have like two steps and breakdowns, but they're not in every song. And so when they do show up, it's very impactful. 
Um, listeners, I'm sure you've you've heard me say this before, but like when there's a breakdown in every song or multiple breakdowns in every song, it really they it just they lose their I don't know potency. Potency. They lose their potency. Like it's 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 boring. It's like you become desensitized. You do, them. you do, because a breakdown is supposed to be a super impactful moment where everything is breaking down essentially. <clears throat> and if they're happening all the time, it's just like who fucking cares? I don't know. But this band really does use those trappings to their advantage. And when they do happen, they definitely hit really hard. And I really love it. Um, Let's see. Uh, Yeah. <laughs> In track eight for basically dead. I just have a note that says the solos are back because there was like two <laughs> songs that they weren't around. <laughs> and I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> um, I This song is when I realized I was like, I really wish I had been able to see this band live. I was listening to a lot of this type of music at this time. Um, and I, but I just didn't know who they were at the, at the time, you know, it just, they combine so much of what I enjoy. They, you know, there's a lot of, you got the thrash metal, there's hardcore, there's punk, hmm. but there's also the atmospheric shit. Uh, it, it's, it's a really good package of well-written material. And it's like this, this record is like, a great showcase of what what you can do with hardcore and what you can do with hardcore that's been done before but make it stand out still yeah i feel like the atmospheric stuff i super appreciate because like there's stuff on this record that i think that a lot of like hardcore bands and even like crossover hardcore bands would be scared to put on the record yeah like like there's like fucking pipe organ shit on this record <laughs> you know yeah. and like that's shit that like a bunch of kids would be like, nah, or a bunch of people would be like, nah, this is like, that's, that's cheesy. That's goofy. But like, it's real good. <laughs> it's good. And it really sets it apart in a really positive way. Totally. Uh, I thought it was cool. Um, So this record was uh, produced by uh, Dom said, uh, Martyr was recorded at Oblivion Sound in Upper Marlboro, Maryland by M Mike Bozier. Um, we recorded, mixed, and did the layout in a few days. It happened very quickly as we were well rehearsed in those days, practicing two to three times a week and playing almost every weekend. Uh, Scott Hole from Pig Destroyer mastered it, but we went back years later and had it remixed and remastered as the original always sounded super compressed. I'm not sure which version is on Spotify. Um, I want to say it's the original, not the remastered version, because the remastered version has different artwork. Mm. Um you can see it online. So I think we had the original, but I wanted to talk about, so I wanted to say that because I wanted to talk about the production real quick. Um, I like the production on this record. Uh, it, um, I don't know. Everything sounds good. The, the, the guitars all sound like they're very guitar forward, drum forward. The the one thing I, I, I kind of was like wishing there was more of is more prominent, like lower end, like bass. It's like mm. the bass is there. Uh, but it's like there's not a lot of like oomph to it. But but I think that's that thrash. That, yeah, that I mean, fucking tre super treble heavy, shreddy guitar. What I wanted more. Uh, what I wanted more clear was the uh, was like the crazy solos. Sometimes they were like kind of dumped under, yeah. like the the rhythm, uh, and like you could hear it and it's happening and that's cool. But like sometimes I wish they would have bumped those up a little more forward so that like you could like hear this ridiculous shit that this guy's doing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly. Yeah. And I, I think that, uh, the vocalist, uh, is pretty, 
pretty unique like vocal sound like it's um i i didn't know how to quite i couldn't place like where like he's what he sounded like but like it's when he's when he's holding out these longer notes it's you can almost hear his accent like there's a way he like ends things and says things that's like it's a pretty unique mm -hmm. sound and it's something that i i don't know it it it's different than anything we've covered really so far mm. um, in, in terms of the way his delivery is. It's like, God, I'm really, I'm struggling to put it into words, but I, I liked it. I thought it was cool. Um, it definitely make again, helps, helps the band stand out a little bit. Um, I wanted to mention track. Let's see track nine, uh, which is martyr, martyr, immortal uh, slash Mori Omnis Vincent. Um, so I think this is actually like kind of two songs in one, that sort of vibe. Um, it's like a slower song. It has these like cool dueling guitar riffs going on. Again, like you were saying earlier, it's like this sort of thing would be something a lot of hardcore bands would be scared of putting on their record. Mm -hmm. uh, but I really think that it it showcases like, I don't know, this band showcases the talent of everyone without it being too showy. Yeah. It's like... The solos are there and they're very good, but they're not super long and they're not like half the song. You know what I well, mean? Well, this band, this band isn't about guitar solos. Right. They have it, them, but it's not like, a, oh, that's that shredder band. Right. Exactly. And I like that a lot because I do like solos. I just don't when they're too showy, it's too much for me. Mm. Um, but I, 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 I so, I, yeah, I really liked this song a lot because it does. It, it, it's it's different than the others and it it. I didn't really suffer through any album fatigue for this record. Uh, I don't know if that's the case with you, but I think that the record was pretty relatively short, you know, less than 30 minutes. Um, they kept the speed up for the majority of it, but it was, they did it in different ways. So like, I never really felt burnt out by it. And by the time I could have been feeling record fatigue, they change it up with this slower song. And then they, they bring it back to the, to the fast song with ashes and dust, because I wanted to mention on the original vinyl release, uh, this record ends at the song Ashes and Dust. There is no oh. track 12. Huh. But the reason I didn't bring that up before uh, and tell you not to listen to track 12 or whatever is on the CD, track 12 is on there. So that yeah. is what we're covering. Um, and I, I ended up asking Dom about that because I was like... Uh, Cause I, I own the, like I said, I own this, this record. And I was like, what's up? Why isn't this song? Why is this song on Spotify? Why is it not on the record? And he goes, originally it was meant to be CD only to make both formats appealing. Mm. Uh, but when we did the 10 year remix, like I, that we were just talking about, we decided to include it on vinyl for the first time ever. So if you buy the 10 year vinyl, it is on there. And that's why nice. it's on Spotify as well. Um, and I thought that was cool because like at this time, CDs are definitely still king uh and but are on their way out yeah uh, and so it definitely gives the listener a reason to buy both <laughs> or potentially or whatever um but yeah the vinyl vinyl listeners are missing out that last song jeff i love it so much it's cool right <laughs> i listen to the whole thing like it's a long ass song and it's you like, would it's like think seven like minutes. you would think like that Oh, you're gonna fucking dip out. Oh, it's like some weird shit. No, nope. I stayed. And like right as I was getting ready to get done, this motherfucker starts talking. <laughs> and I was like, that's really weird. Uh that that's spooky, man. Like spooky. Yeah, you wanna that's spooky. Do you know I know who it is. I yeah, know yeah. it is. I know fucking know. I went and looked. 
Uh, yeah, I love it. Old, it's our old friend Dwid. Yep. Uh, Dwid from Integrity doing fuck again. There's a more Integrity connections. Yeah, <laughs> it really would, is no surprise that he he would be doing he would be doing some spooky ass talking <laughs> shit at, at the end of a record. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was gonna say, hold on one second. Let me pull up the email. Well, listeners, while Jeremy finds well, that, right, uh, I was gonna cut all this out. <laughs> oh, fine. Sounds good to me. Hold on, I'm sorry. If okay. this is all getting cut out anyway, clothes, no. <laughs> shoes, anything that fits. Even even Dom uh, thinks this song is a is a really relatively unique and creepy song. He said uh, about this song. He said it's a really creepy song. Try listening to it with headphones in the dark. No hell no. <laughs> I'm good. So hey, listeners, if you really L- want to get freaked out. You should do it and give us a, a reaction. Do it on your Instagram story. Yeah, and then tag us in it. Uh, like, yeah, yeah, tag us and, and them if they have an Instagram. I don't know if they do. Uh, uh, Dom, Dom does, uh, but I don't think the the band does. Tag us, tag us in it. We'll tag him in it. Tag yeah. us in it, and uh, yeah, you're <laughs> listening to. What's the name of this goddamn song? <laughs> oh yeah, you're listening to "Dismissed in Time" as perfection unwinds. Featuring Dwid Hellion. Yes. Last in song the dark. on this record. With headphones. But with a candle lit, maybe. Maybe like behind you though, so it's not like... Yeah, we you know don't want to I mean? see your face. No. No. Backlit, for sure. All right, uh, I wanted to talk about the artwork because like I said earlier, this band has a pretty um, good aesthetic. Uh, <laughs> this artwork is, is insane looking. <laughs> yeah, I love it. It's what? Uh, the Federal Reserve... Yeah. Uh, with a bald eagle with a gas mask. Bald eagle with a gas mask. A statue. What is that? A, s- a snake? It's a snake with the ever-seeing eye. Right. Uh, yeah. As a head, but it has gone through the back of the head of what could be the guy holding a lantern from Led Zeppelin. Oh yeah. <laughs> totally. Kind of looks like that. Um, and it's coming out of the Federal Reserve, and inside the Federal Reserve is a cr- cross with a dollar sign. But there's also like a Japanese demon, with, which looks like it has like gauged ears at the bottom. Yeah, and I don't, know, I don't know what's on the right here. This like olive wreath thing. Oh, it's it's the upside. It's the it's the olive wreath wreath wreath, and it's upside down over what looks like maybe a black cloud. Yeah, it's a um, it's some cool looking art. It's very uh stand out from the a lot of the death wish stuff yeah i feel like it's like <sighs> follow me here it looks like an a dark evil version of like no effects art like cart cartoony like interesting you know like cartoony punk art yeah okay like, okay but instead of like a dude skating and drinking with a crop top on it's like this crazy like pol- political dark shit that's that is a that is a take i did not see coming um mm. dom says uh all four of their uh records dom, dom says you're wrong and i quote and i quote fuck no effects <laughs> <laughs> no i mean yeah mm. no uh he said all four of pulley teeth's records feature uh featured themed artwork by jeff beckman of the bands haymaker and left for dead so Dom really wore his fucking uh, influences on his sleeve because he said we wanted to start a band that 
<laughs> Sounded like Integrity meets Left 4 Dead. He gets the artwork done by the guy from Left 4 Dead. He gets fucking Dwid from Integrity to be on the record. It, it looks like something... It, it would definitely be at home on a CD rack next to an Integrity or a Ringworm record. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's cool art. It's and like I said, it's very unique. Um, I love for, that their for, band name isn't on. It's just the yep, PT. Just the PT. I love it. It's cool. It's very cool art. Um, so yeah, I, I man, this album is is really cool. Um, it's it's. Like I said, like coming into it with this experience that we've had with the podcast and 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 being like so like particular about trying to be chronological and, and see where things are pushing and going and influencing and and things like that and looking at stuff with a more cr- critical ear. It's like it definitely helped me appreciate this album a lot more. And I. I I mean, I've liked albums more when we listen to them for this but this there was something different about this one for me um i really think that like i i think i missed out on this band and it's kind of bumming me out like mm. like i i missed out on their live existence because i fucking really like this record and it's even more so now than i used to because of where my musical taste has come and gone like this shit hits really really well <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, yeah, it, stand, it, stand, it stands up too like it's like nothing about this feels dated to me it's no, good no, it's good it, as fuck yeah it's really cool and uh you know i like this new uh, i like the new integrity stuff that that dom is on and uh you can definitely see like it does it, it the new integrity stuff doesn't feel like more pulling teeth stuff but it's it there's a pulling teeth influence in integrity now Rather mm-hmm. than an integrity influence and in pulling teeth. You get what I'm saying? Well, yeah, I think that his, I don't know if it's Dom doing the shredding, but if it is, like, I think I it like, is. I feel like that becomes more prevalent, you know? Yeah, for sure. Like, those new integrity records are, are pretty solid, the ones that he's been on. Um, but damn, this, this, it's good. Pulling teeth, man, it's fucking great. Um, I, I think, I think, like I said, I think my favorite song probably, uh, Dead is Dead. It's, it's real short, but I, re- I just really like, I like that last one, the dismissed in time. Uh, no, the one, the short one, ashes and dust. Yeah, is that number eleven? Yeah, it's a good one too. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Um, but I really fucking love dismissed in time, just because it's so fucking weird. Yeah, it's and and for me, like, it's just really, I don't know, like ballsy to put that on the <laughs> record. Yeah, it's good. It's just, I like it. It's like. Sa- like soundscapes is the word mm-hmm. I use to describe it. It's very soundscape-ish. Yeah. There's like the strings and all that stuff. It's cool, man. It's a cool record. I'm I'm really glad that we were able to talk about this band, and I'm excited to talk about them more. Dom's gonna give me some more information about that that split with Irons, and then their that next full length as well. Um, oh, so like we mentioned earlier, some people reached out to us, wanted to talk about this, give a couple little quotes about this record. I got two here from some listeners uh at get sick 828 on instagram says this record is probably my favorite lp of theirs it's just fast and in your face from start to finish absolutely it really is uh and then (laughs) this username is so stupid (laughs) but i'm reading it they got me at dolphin farts on Mm. instagram (laughs) but farts with a z dolphin farts uh, as a Baltimore resident, 
This is a top five of all time for me. Uh, and I'm always curious to hear other perspectives on it. Can't wait to listen to the episode. Oh, uh, yeah. So it's, Dolph- you know, I got to stop you right there. Uh, it's so fucking weird to me that people look forward to this. Like, I'm not saying you're weird for looking forward to it. But for <laughs> me, as someone who like is constantly battling imposter syndrome, uh, like day to day, it's crazy for me when someone says some shit like, yo, I just found the podcast. I'm listening. I've been listening for the past, like two days. Like, yeah, yeah. I've been been, like binge listening and I'm like, I binge listen to podcasts. Yeah. We had, um, I can't remember. I don't have his name in front of me, but we had that guy reach out and was like, I had a big road trip and I just binged your whole podcast. Uh, yeah. and like I'm caught up now. I was like, what the fuck? It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. It's like, it's like, th- it's like this person spent like 10 hours listening to us yesterday. Weird. Yeah. yeah very weird. Awesome. But, awesome. But weird. For we are me. hyper thankful for everyone. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, and it's, and, and like I said earlier, Dom, you know, like he was just like thankful that we were interested in, but we're interested and we know y'all are interested and we're just hoping that that's why this, that's, this podcast exists for that reason. Yeah. Um, all right. Now subscribe well, to the Patreon. <laughs> you cheap bastards. It's only $5 a month. Uh, all right. Well, yeah. So we have some uh, Death Wish news. Yeah. Death Wish news. That's yeah. right. Got a little bit. Actually, quite a, quite a few things. Uh, first thing off the bat. We spurred them to action. There's a new goddamn artist, baby. Yeah. Woo! That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They signed. Uh, they signed the uh, band Chastity, mm-hmm. uh, and they released a single. Uh, no, no record announcement, no anything like that. I'm sure it's coming, but there's a single with a music video called "Dying to Live." Yep. Um. Yeah. It got it got put out there. Uh, I saw this band three years ago, ish, four years mm. ago. They played the Atlantic in Gainesville, and me and uh. Me and Justin were doing the live at the Atlantic video series at the time. So there's a live video that I shot of them out there. Crazy. And it's, yeah, it's kind of fucking weird. Um, I, not that I, 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 they're, I like them. They're fine, but it, it, I did not think of it as a death wish band, even the slightest bit, but mm. death wish really does, especially recently go out of their way to like, they do whatever the fuck, do whatever they, want. The fuck they want. So uh, they're from Canada. Chastity is. Uh, so yeah, I, I would expect, um probably a record announcement not too long um i don't know if it will be out this year or not but uh you know like we talked about a couple episodes episodes ago they only put that bosk album out this year so mm-hmm. it would be nice if there was at least one more <laughs> uh death was announcement yeah so go check it out if you haven't yet uh they're, new- they're definitely focusing on this jane doe situation too though right now like that's um, blowing up pretty big do you, uh, no heroes, you mean? Oh fuck! Yeah, they're doing that big no heroes repress. Yeah, no heroes. Sorry. No, no, no. It's cool. It, I mean, <clears throat> I, I know why you got Jane Doe on the brain, but we'll we'll talk about it there in a second. But right. yeah, they, no heroes just did that big repress. Lots of stuff with that. Um, actually, fans of no heroes should uh, maybe potentially listen to next week's episode for a special thing. But maybe. I'm not. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um. <clears throat> But yeah, so uh, new new Death Wish signing, which is pretty cool. Speaking of Jane Doe, uh, today the day we're recording this is the third. Tomorrow is the twentieth anniversary. That's, yeah, that's what I'm thinking about. Yep, that's and uh, 
it's a big fucking deal you know we it's are gonna be co- we are gonna be covering that record relatively soon it is coming up relatively soon um even though it was released years before we're talking about currently it was the vinyl release uh mm-hmm. was 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 later um for on death wish anyways uh i will say at the moment it seems there's no plans for any vinyl reissue because they keep they did publicly say we're gonna we are thinking about it but it's with all the delays and stuff that are happening you know it's who knows why i guess they didn't they, they didn't want to get too caught up in anything like that so but keep an eye out it might happen and they are playing that um decibel metal and beer festival and doing this whole jane doe set so yep that is a thing um converge also did just announce they are headlining the or co-headlining uh damnation fest in manchester england so all of our uh, uh uk listeners including uh our friend tim from just an insight you should go uh they're co-headlining with fucking ministry yeah, it's crazy. And also support yeah, I think, from I think Despised Icon is playing that Despised show. Despised Icon is playing. It's crazy. Uh, <laughs> uh yeah, Pig Destroyer, Paul Bear. Yeah. It's a pretty good pretty good lineup. Um mm-hmm. so yeah, uh Tim, if you go, you know, got to send some videos so we can share them around. Um and then the last thing I wanted to mention, uh Modern Life is War uh announced some dates. Uh you know, they're playing the fest, but they're also playing some shows in december in uh their midwest region it might be a tour it seems to be like they're all right next to each other uh so it hasn't quite been officially announced as a tour but this these will be the first shows they played in quite some time they're playing in uh davenport iowa on the third and they're playing in milwaukee at our friends uh uh bar x-ray arc x-ray arcade in Milwaukee. Oh, yeah. I saw that. Uh, I saw that announcement. I was like, that's fucking nuts. Yeah, Andy from the Eradicator co-owns yep. that place. Uh yep. he was on was he on the Suicide File split with Hope Con episode? Was that when he was on? I think so. <clears throat> uh go back and listen to that. Good friend Andy. Uh wow, is his name Andy? <laughs> Holy Can shit. you please make that just that a soundbite? <laughs> is his Can name you, Andy? Wait. Is his name Andy? Is his name Andy? <laughs> just that so we can, like a soundboard that we can just play. Wait, is his name Andy? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, his name is Andy. Okay. Thank Andy Slania. That's right. Because, like, I had Andy from A Plea for Purging on the HopeCon. We had the him on the HopeCon episode. So I was like, shit, is that what I'm thinking of? Yeah, well, there. yeah, there's a connection there because Andy Eradicator also talked about uh suicide file that's what i'm saying like that's yeah. why in my mind i was like fuck was that not his name anyways all right i'll cut all this out but yeah leave uh, it in leave it in <laughs> chant with me folks leave it in that's right leave it in you at home leave it in in your car leave it in <laughs> all right now you're gonna i know what you're gonna do now you're gonna cut out all the dumb shit you just said and it's just gonna hard cut to me going leave it in leave it in <laughs> Leave it in. And then I'm going to comment on the fact that you cut some shit out. And that's silly because I'm doing that right now. And people are right now thinking, man, Jeremy is full of information. But that Jeff guy might be a fucking lunatic. <laughs> you know, I was going to cut all of this out. But now that you said I have to leave it in. I'm going to leave in parts of it. We'll see how uh, it goes. We'll see weird. how it Don't goes. Don't say that fucking sentence to me. That's weird. <laughs> Anyways, that's your Death Wish News Did Minute. You leave in parts. I'm going to leave in parts. Ugh. Anyways, uh, yes. what have you been listening to this week, Jeff? The uh, <laughs> That new Blind Tiger song that came out today. 
Oh yeah, I haven't. Uh, actually, I did hear that. I did it hear is, that. It was pretty good. What's the name? Because they're good. all town it's names. Called, it's called Atlanta. That's right, Atlanta. Uh, it's pretty good. Um, Man, where are they from? Panama City. Yes. But uh, there's a music video out also, and that's pretty cool too. Uh, the song's a little long for me, but uh, I think that they do it well, and I think that it's kind of all over the place genre-wise. Like it's it's the band is a mathcore band for sure, but they're they're not afraid to go into those super simple jung jung junk, right? Yeah, jung jung like super long slow kind of breakdown things. But it may, I don't mean this as a slight. Some people might take it as a slight, I guess. But like stylistically, some of it made me think of I Wrestled a Bear once. Interesting. Um, okay. Not like the shred, shred shit from I Wrestled a Bear, but like the willingness to just go into this like dumbly slow break part and then go back to something weird and off kilter. But um, it's good, man. Like, I feel like I've been watching that band kind of since they began and... Uh, <laughs> You know, they've always been down to like book shows for us in Panama City and stuff. And I feel like this is by far not to say that their old stuff wasn't good, but this is this shit could get legs real quick. Like for it sure. sounds it sounds great. And I want to say they just announced a big tour supporting it, too. So dude, with, with uh, all the fucking all the best, like yeah. Dying Whale is on it. Uh, Possession uh, 1981 is on it. L Jesus is yeah. on it. Love Jesus, however you say it. I don't yeah. know. I uh, and then somebody else. There's a fourth Jesus, band. I'm not sure. There's a fourth uh, band too. Two piece. Oh yeah, two piece. They're from Panama City. That's yep. right. Um, yeah, yeah, that's that's cool. Anything else? Uh, yes, I checked out the new single from Rock and Roll Goddamn Royalty Fuel. Because <laughs> 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 Spotify right. was like new releases from Fuel. We think you might be into this, and I was like, fair. I I and might. I, <laughs> I listened to it and it was better than I expected it to be. Okay. That is the endorsement that I will give. That's the death scography pledge. <laughs> better than I expected it to be. <laughs> um, let's see. And then also, uh, Oh, that fucking Cthulhu old West podcast. Y'all of Cthulhu ain't yep. slayed nobody. Do they just, they finished their first season. So their season finale uh came out uh August 31st I think and it's fucking good it's straight it's exactly how Call of Cthulhu is supposed to play out which is where everybody goes insane and dies nice uh and they you know for the most part follow through with that that's kind of <laughs> that's kind of how all Call of Cthulhu games end you're not supposed to survive like that's you're supposed to like you're going to see some shit and go crazy <laughs> and uh you know you might live crazy but you're gonna go you're gonna crazy. go crazy yeah for yeah. sure that's awesome um but yeah that, that shit was good let's see uh this week uh i've been listening to uh <laughs> okay do you ever think sometimes a band might be too prolific even if you really like them like there might just be too much stuff you talking about Portrayal of Guilt? I'm talking about Portrayal of Guilt. Yeah. <laughs> Literally last episode, I talked yep. about the new Portrayal of Guilt song that they have the split. And then they announced their second LP of the year. Yep. Called Christ Fucker. Yep. And they, you know, new song. The song's great. It's great. It's good. But like, fuck, man. I still am on the first LP. Full of Hell does this also. But Full of Hell not 
not two LPs in one year. But you're right. Full of Hell is the other band I think of as almost too prolific. Yeah. Where you're just like, that record came out a year ago, man. I need some fucking time. I got to breathe, dog. I got to digest. But, and, then they're like, and then they're like, my art isn't for you. Go fuck yourself. You're, you're right. Like, you're absolutely that, right. That's, that, that's fine. Firm but fair. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Trail Guilt, new song. <laughs> new album coming out soon and the money uh, daddies and the money daddies are just like yeah baby give me some more give us another record to put out we'll do it i don't know what labels are putting these records out i'm sorry guys they i don't, did, they I don't did know get your signed, politics they get they got signed to a new label they were on closed casket activities. oh but isn't it fucking run for cover run for cover so weird yeah run for cover uh, run for cover is like it changed i love it because it's like but they'll put this out and then they'll still put out fucking like some emo band and they're just mm-hmm. they're just putting out what they want it's kind of like death Wish. at this point i don't know i really like that shit i think it's cool as fuck um yeah, yeah. uh and then i also have been listening to um the new turnstile record turnstile's mm. never been a band i've been into uh their live sets always seemed really fun and, and like you know until now until now well i mean i don't did you see i'm that's sure what i'm saying did. until now <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, not going to go into it. I'm sure you heard about it. Uh, <laughs> it's just a, I'm not even going to say it. Yeah. I'm not even going to make that joke. I'm not even going to make that stupid joke, Jeremy. Good. Uh, nice. Um, but yeah, the new record, like I, like I said, there's never been a band. Never the, never been a band like I dislike. I can't help myself. Just a shitty, shitty situation. Ow! There it is. Got him. Uh, they've never been a band Ow! I disliked, but they've always just been there for me. But I, mind I, me. I, I checked out this new record. And I really like it. Uh, the first listen to, I, I was just like, it's fine. And then my coworker put it on uh, again, and I listened to it again, and I, I, it's really growing on me. Um, mm. Speaking of bands that just, like, pushes. Like a, like a Stockholm Syndrome kind of way, though? Kind, kind of, yeah, no. <laughs> I'm forced to like this. Uh, yeah. No, it's it, they just push, they're pushing the genre in ways that is very interesting. It's like, there's only, like, four songs on that record that I would consider just hardcore songs. A lot of that record is very much not a hardcore record. There's a lot of post-punk. There's a lot of weird like R&B production. Um, it's cool. I actually really do like it a lot. Um, I don't know if it's as good as people are saying where they're like, this is going to be, you know, this is Turnstile's uh, Nevermind moment. You know, they're going to like this album's getting talked about in so, so many ways and it's so good. I'm like, I don't know about that, but it is a pretty good fucking record. Um and then I've been to listening to two older bands because uh, Turnstile uh, shared a member with the band Diamond Youth. And I saw that just got, got me onto that band. I really missed them. Diamond Youth, tra- uh, Turnstile and Angel Dust were all Trapped Under Ice side projects when Trapped Under Ice took that hiatus. Yeah. And out of all those three, I thought that Diamond Youth would be the band that actually blew up because right. they were the most accessible. They did for a while. They did. But, you know, they they hit run for cover level. Or top shelf level and then didn't go any further angel dust and turnstile hit roadrunner level yeah and now you know what i mean so it's just like they so diamond youth has done nothing for a couple of years because turnstile and angel dust have just like taken off like crazy um but i i really do love that band um their first couple eps are really really tight and then lastly i've been listening to a little band called system of a down oh yeah that's a it's a good band right there toxicity oh yeah, oh, yeah. Great oh, yeah. record. Um, oh, I, I did actually watch a live video from 2019 of the band Endorphin, uh, which is like a band that I and some buddies saw in like for the first time in like 2000. No, it was still in high school. So it was like 2002 or three. Yeah. Uh, they're from Florida. 
very system of a downy type band. Okay. A singer has a braid on top of his head that stands straight up. <laughs> like that kind of aesthetic. Sure. Uh like one of them has uh wears a beanie with like horns on it, you know. Yeah, I get it. I get it. <laughs> but but somebody sent me that sent me a video and they were like, "Hey, did you know Endorphin got back together?" And I was like, "Uh, no." <laughs> so, <laughs> I open it up and I'm watching it and he's like, "They're weirdos, man. They're super silly and they will fucking play a bit very quickly." Yeah. Um the first time I saw them was with uh no, I went to see a band called Endorphin and a band called Look What I Did was on the bill also. And that's how I found Look What I Did. Nice. Uh, but um, they're, they're like, hey, guys, it's been a long time. We haven't been a band for about 10 years. So glad that everybody could come out and check us out. We're a band called Pink Floyd and all the fucking <laughs> lights like there's like a bajillion lights on this stage and they fucking turn on as the band hits their first big droney note. <laughs> and like, it's like a crazy pink Floyd light That's show. That's so fucking cool. <laughs> and they play like, like three minutes of very pink Floydish sounding, like weird, right. slow music. And the lights are just like killing it the whole time. <laughs> and the singer's not singing. He's just like dancing around and like conducting the band. And then they just go into like a, uh, like, spazzy new metal song and uh i was like yep that's them absolutely Great. that that's, they're still doing it they're, still, they, they got they quit, it baby they, they quit for 10 years and they picked up right where their weird asses left off <laughs> uh that's awesome um all right well uh now we're gonna move on to they had a song called crucified chicken that's pretty good. Yes, like stuff like that. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, but yeah, now we're going to move on to... You know what time it is. Time for some listener shit. That's right, it's listener shit time. Thank you, Drew. Drew, 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 I've got a listener question here, Jeff. Oh, yeah. Charles T. writes in, You guys always talk about the fest. Hey, fuck you, Charles. It'd be funny if it just ends there. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Um, you guys always talk about the fest? Yeah. Question the fest? Yeah. Um, yeah, we do. Yeah, we Moving do. We on. do. Uh, if you had to recommend one relatively us, smaller band. think they band, give us a goddamn free shirt or a hat or something, you know. I'm just saying. Or at least get the Hope Conspiracy back together. Just hashtag. something. Uh, if you had to recommend one relatively smaller band playing the fest this year, Ooh. who would it be? Just one? I mean, you could recommend more, but if you had to recommend one. At this point, the band I would want to say is not a relatively smaller band. They're fucking big for the fest now. You're talking about Soul Glow. I'm talking about, I I was talking about Zeta. Soul Glow is also too big at this point. Soul Glow is a goddamn epitaph now. Yeah, dog. Uh, I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) Um... Man, I I thought I had it, and then I was like, maybe Zeta's too big. Listen to Zeta, but that's not they're 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 doing just fine for themselves. They're rel- but they're relatively small. They're not like they're huge. Their set at Fest will be huge. Yeah, but they're a relatively small band. Okay, okay. Well, Zeta is the, was the first band to come to yeah. my mind. Uh, yeah, we've talked about them before. Um, specifically, their Fest sets are always very fun. Yeah. Last year they had a. Uh, I don't know, like a fucking 20, 20 people on stage and like yeah, horns and shit. Yeah, it was it was pretty good. Yeah. It was pretty good. 
Um, fuck, man. Uh, I got two. Yeah. If you're if you're into if you're at all open to hip hop, there is a artist performing at Fest this year at the exact same time that my goddamn band is playing. Uh, called named uh, Chesky Ramos uh, on all everywhere. It's just Chesky, but it doesn't sound. It's not spelled anything like it sounds. Uh, it's um, he's a. Uh, I don't know, man. Sometimes it's sometimes it's punk rock and sometimes it's acoustic indie and sometimes it's hip hop and it's fucking amazing. Uh, so if you're into any of that, if any of that sounds remotely cool to you, your jaw will be dropped. Absolutely. Uh, seeing him. And then the other one is this band from New Jersey called School Drugs, which is good as fuck. Yeah. Like they're just they're just real good. Um, they just put a new record, some new music out. And, um, I've never got to see him. We were supposed to cross up on tour with him before COVID. Um, so I'm really excited. They're playing on Sunday, but at a different time Sunday, I think they're playing on yeah. Sunday. I will say things are, the schedule's getting shifted around a bunch. Um, yeah. like, uh, one of my other bands is playing on Saturday and we were going to be playing at the same time as, uh, one of the big bands I wanted to see, but the whole Bo Diddley stage like shifted a whole set. Because like one of the big, I think the Lawrence Arms dropped. Yeah, they did. Uh, and, and so because of that, everything shifted. So now that band is playing after my set, so I can now go see them. So like, who knows what the fucking schedule is gonna look like by the time uh, we get there? Uh, I will say I will recommend um, one more band, and that band is Super Twin. I've talked about them a bunch. Uh, mm. My label helped put them out. They're playing uh, insanely great live band, super loud, two drummers, really great stuff. So, or is it just me, or are there later fest sets than than in recent memory? Because I feel I like mean, there's a bunch more that are like, I feel like there's a bunch of like one o'clock, one thirty a.m. There's sets. always been one one a.m. Sh- uh, sets, but uh, I think there's there probably are a few more uh, there. But like normally the last set on Sunday night is one a.m. Mm-hmm. So um, maybe it's because we just haven't wanted to go to them <laughs> yeah maybe they're just more prominent in my world bands yeah because like uh, i want to like, say like wreath is playing Reith, a fucking yep. late as late as fuck and i'm like i love you guys but i, might be asleep. I don't I know if know. i'll be there <laughs> i love you but i might be asleep i'm sorry uh, but anyways um yeah so check out zeta uh chesky ramos uh uh school drugs and super twin those are our four i know you asked for know. one sorry charles uh you know Fuck you. No, just kidding. Thank, thanks for writing in, Charles. Thanks for writing that's in, that's Charles. a good question. Um, also, if you fucking see us at Fest, unless you're a person that I already know, and I sound like a dummy saying this, but if you happen to see us at Fest or pass us at Fest, say hey, or just yell discography at us, and yep. it'll make our day. It absolutely will. Um, so, okay, next episode, we're going to be talking about, this is going to be a weird one, so, you know, It'll be all right. We're caught. We're talking about a single again. It's the first time we've done this in a long time. Oh yeah. Uh, we're talking about the song "The Blood of Thine Enemies" mm. by Jay Bannon. Yep. Uh, so you know he. Not to get too much into it, but he's done music by himself under a variety of names. Uh, but this at this moment in time, he's doing it just under Jay Bannon. Uh, so we will be doing that single. And like I mentioned earlier, if you're a fan of No Heroes and you're interested in that repress, maybe listen to the next episode. There might be a giveaway. I'm just putting it out there. 
Pay attention to the social medias. Uh, speaking of social media, please subscribe and review our podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, and all that shit, and follow us on all the social medias. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Death Scography Pod. You can find us on Twitter at Death Scography. You can email us at deathscographypod at gmail.com. You can find our Patreon at Deathscography Pod. Personally, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Iron Raygun. You find me on Instagram and Twitter at Car Bomb Sermon. It really does help to rate and review the podcast, but also like the only way that this grows, like the way that social media algorithms work now, like it's really hard for people to organically find things that are attached to things that cost money. Like those those yes. platforms just like any like even if you just say the word like buy or sell, they fucking jump on it hard so like the best way for us to grow this podcast and to grow this whole thing that's happening right now with discography pod is for you guys to tell somebody about it or send it to somebody like if you fucking love an episode send that shit to somebody and be like listen to them talk about this fucking cockroach for three minutes this shit is dumb yeah. <laughs> like exactly uh and if you you know or if you think that like wow these idiots fucking they didn't really like this record this is my favorite record of all time look at that this is stupid you know what i mean tell like, us that's fine tell us that's great. Um, but yeah, seriously, guys, thank you so much for listening, and uh, we'll catch you next week. Keep it in. Keep it in. Keep in it. <laughs>